I think it's important that you check in. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so. that's that's really great advice. And it's so funny because um, the way I took it, one, I've been horrible at this. Horrible. Horrible <laughs> in my life at setting goals. But it was at one point in my life that it was maybe three or four years ago. I'm like, I have to maximize each year. Right. Like I'm getting older. I have a lot that I want to achieve in my life and I have to figure out how to maximize each year. Welcome to Father to Father. I am Matt. And I am Kenneth. And we're giving you our perspective on marriage, fatherhood, and just life in general. We are back. We are back. It yes. is time for season two. Yes. Yes. And we have missed y'all. Uh, I hope that you've missed us hearing us every week. I mean, we miss them. Yeah. Ouch. I Man. mean, if you if if you miss them and they don't miss you, that's kind of stalkerish, right? It is. Yeah. It is. But yeah. you know, in every good in every good relationship, <laughs> somebody somebody starts off loving the other person more than the the person loves them. That's true. That's so, so true. <laughs> so it seems like we love y'all more than y'all love us right now. But that's okay. I know that that will change eventually. Uh, but we have a lot in store for you this season, and we are going to get it kicked off. Yeah, yeah. And if we sound a little different, uh, it's because we actually invested in some, like, amateur type of podcasting equipment. I like, mean, it's I, not, I think it's semi-pro. I don't know about amateur. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, it ain't like, I don't, we're not renting out a studio. You know what I mean? I mean, there's no need. There's we, no need. No. We putting all the money in our uh, into ourselves. Yeah, we independent. Yeah. COVID. Yeah, uh, uh, or just independent. Yeah, or just independent. Yeah, and just independent. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> man, shoot, man, I, I, I've, I've really missed doing this, man. Yeah. I really have, man. And oh, I'm just so excited about season two, man. I'm so, so excited about season two. All right, let's go ahead and get things cut. Uh, you know, take. Let's get things. Wait, what am I trying to say? You want to get things started? Let's go ahead and get things started. <laughs> man, let's talk about some peaks and freaking valleys, man. Yeah. It is 2021. Man, come on, Matt. Tell me something good. Tell me about your peaks and valleys from maybe the end of uh, last year all the way up until the beginning of this year. Yeah, so um, as you know, we abruptly stopped uh, season one last year, um, and that's mainly because – I was dealing with a loss in my family, mm -hmm. um, which is my valley. So my mom passed, um, and it, it's it's been really hard. Um, there are some good days. There are some bad days. There are some days that tears just come out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, but like my energy for that for that time and the end of year was not at a place that we needed to record a decent episode. So um, I think one. A valley is like not being able to record that last episode for season one, um, but also just really like dealing with the grief that I'm dealing with about um, not having my mom here anymore. Um, and that's just something that it hits me every now and then and be like, man, bro, you don't have a mom anymore. Um, but I'm definitely working through it um, and working through something uh, with that. But um and we'll probably talk a little bit more about that uh, later on in the season. But that was that was my my biggest valley 
uh, probably the biggest valley of my life, honestly. Um, but for a peak, um, I guess it, it kind of goes hand in hand with that, yo, because um, I think all the love that was shared um, during that time, during my time of uh, sadness and um, borderline depression, um, I, I, I just found out that people do care, you know, because um, like me being honest, I don't really believe people care uh, about me. Um, and that's just really me being honest. I think that a lot, I think people, we people in general are very self consumed, um, and we all have our own things. And so I think that sometimes that blinds us from, from truly caring about other people. Um, however, through this opportunity, I mean, through this time, this dark time in my life, um, I found out that I got a lot of people that, um, care that love me um that want to see me do well that want to see out see goodness come in my life um and so like i think in order to make maintain friendships like you have to put in a lot of intentional effort um and i think that was really took that that my friends really took advantage of this moment to do that to show me that they care and i don't even know if they they know or realize that I'm like well, a person that that looks for actions to see uh to show um that how that you really care about me or uh that you re- that we're real friends right mm-hmm. because there's so many people that you can be acquaintances with or people that you've hung out with right but that doesn't make them your friend um and so like when people become your friends like when you you people show up for you um in a different way um, and that makes it that kind of you go to a different level in relationships when people show up for you in a different way like that. And a lot of people really showed up for me in a different way. And I'm just learning. Um, I'm just learning that that friendships are look different at this age, but they also that doesn't make them less genuine or less real. Um, but they have definitely I definitely have some real people in my life. Uh, and I'll be forever thankful for the people that showed up for me, showed up for my family that really just poured into us during this time. Um, I really appreciate it. And yeah, that's that, that was my peak. Yeah, yeah, man. That's that's what's up. Uh, you know, I think um, I remember seeing you going through that and I really did not know like what to do or what to say. Um, and I'm always the type of person that's trying to fix something. And so, like, I literally had to just be like, man, look, I'm just here for you. Right. Um, and to see the way that you handled the situation, man, uh, was was encouraging. Um, and I know it was hard, man. I, I can't even imagine the pain that you went through. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I I'd really just want to show you, like, you know, I am a true friend, you know, so. Yeah, and I appreciate uh, it. I yeah. appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, like even just that, like the text message you sent of just like, I don't know what to do, meant everything, right? Just yeah. like being able to acknowledge, like, I want to do something, but I don't know what to do. Yeah. Tell me what to do. Like, yeah. like that's okay. Like, we don't deal with this type of grief or being there for somebody every day. 
And I don't think anybody becomes a professional at that or a pro at that. Um, And so, like, just being able to acknowledge that and just say, like, that I'm here was, you know, 110% of everything I needed at that moment, you know? That's what's up, man. Well, man, um, yeah, so, you know, as far as a peak and valley for me, um, I think that a uh, a valley for me uh, recently is just kind of seeing, um, obviously, what you went through, um, you know, as far as losing your mother. Um, also, just seeing the, the I'm I'm think I'm trying to think of something more recent um, this year, and just seeing the way that the uh, our country. Mm-hmm. Um, is reacting to uh, Donald Trump not being president. Like, I think that is just kind of, um, to me, it's just kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I I just didn't expect people uh, to react in this manner. Um, it doesn't make me scared, you know what I mean? But it does let you know, like, uh, the news said something where they said that there, there are a lot of people um who call themselves Americans and they're not you know this country uh whether we believe that it was right or wrong you know what I mean they're like well we follow the constitution and these people aren't for the constitution they're for Donald Trump right Mm -hmm. so they don't care nothing about the constitution Mm -hmm. um and and it's just crazy just to kind of see the things that they did and uh, and the fact that people lost their lives, yeah. Um, and so that was crazy to see. Um, I think uh, the peak for this year has just really just been really focusing on the goals for my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and me knowing that this year is probably going to be the best year of my life, mm. financially, uh, marriage wise, uh, family wise, like. You know, my son is turning one, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just happy that we was able to keep him alive for a whole year. I know, and that's something that needs to be celebrated. Man, I know, and you keep telling me, and, and it's funny because Matt said, uh, what are y'all going to do for his birthday? And I was like, man, I'm not doing anything for his birthday. And I said it kidding, but then Matt, you got to understand Matt. Matt goes to this <laughs> whole other thing. Is it okay if I say this? Yeah. Matt goes to this whole other thing. And, you know, Matt always want to hit you right in your heartstrings with everything that he says. He just looks at me and goes, man, you know, yeah, man, you got to do something for Cairo. You know, you got to do it for the ones that didn't make it. So for those of y'all that don't know, me and Jasmine had a miscarriage. And I believe you all had a miscarriage, too, Yeah, we did. Before, uh, after Lawrence, but before MJ. Yeah. And so when he said that, I was like, dang, you you don't got to go that far, man. I'm, I'm going to do something. Uh, so, yeah, but it's 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 always good to celebrate somebody's life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so um, uh, tomorrow, uh, Monday, uh, Martin Luther King Day, we are actually going to celebrate Cairo uh, by doing a Zoom from one to four where people can kind of jump in and, and kind of, you know, say happy birthday to him or whatever. And I just think he's really going to like it because – you know, he sees people on TV or in, on the phones, and and he just gets super excited. So I'm 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 really excited about that. So yeah, yeah, man, you gotta celebrate them babies' birthdays, regardless of how old they are. 
Mm, yeah. You ain't gonna even know what's going on. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. Especially being one who had a birthday around Christmas and then don't have a lot of like birthday memories. Like I I those mean birthdays mean a lot to me because of that. So oh, yeah. Man. Here we go. But yeah, let's go ahead and jump into t- today's topic. You kind of segued us in talking about just your excitement for the goals that you have for your families. I mean, for your family this year. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about goals and setting goals. So at the beginning of the year, everybody always, always have these resolutions. Which like, I don't understand why people make up these resolutions. But why why and you know at the beginning of the year everybody gets this like let's go let's go new year new me let's do this thing i'm gonna change i'm gonna do this and then by by uh january 16th right by january 16th it's like i'm back to the old me new year same me right i I started a diet but (laughs) i need some hot wings I need some some hot Cheetos, some like so we always lose momentum, right? We always lose momentum and um, because but we do want to maximize the year like I've been through it myself. Um, So we want to talk about how we set goals and how we have actually been able to keep track of those goals throughout the year and be able to accomplish them. For example, last year. Um, we set a goal. My wife and I set a goal to pay off thirty thousand dollars in debt. Boom! Exceeded that goal. Paid off almost forty thousand dollars in debt. But it was a goal we set together, intentional about it. We had a plan. Boom! 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 We hit it. Always was uh looking at it, trying to figure out. At one point, I was like, when COVID hit, I was like, I don't know if we gonna make it. Right? <laughs> I didn't know if we was gonna make hit that goal, but uh, we ended up doing some things um, and hitting that goal. And so we want to talk about how can you, how we do this and what advice we would give somebody for doing this. So BK, first question I have for you is, uh, what's your what's your approach in setting goals? Uh, I think um, the way that I approach setting goals, uh, I normally will set a goal uh, where I want to end up. So, right. So I try to make realistic goals. So by the end of the year, I want to, for example, as you all already know, um, I'm a real estate agent. So I always say, well, uh, how many how many deals do I want to do by the end of the year? So I may say I want to do 24 deals. And if I want to do 24 deals, that is two deals a month. Right. So then if I want to do two deals a month, then I look to try to see, uh, you know, breaking it down into, well, how many appointments do I need to go on in order to get those two deals, right? And then I break it down even smaller. Okay, if I need to get three or four appointments a week, then what do I need to do in order to get those appointments, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I try to break it down to where it the, the goal doesn't seem so big, or it doesn't seem so hard, so difficult, right? And so I always start big, and then I break it down. I know with me and Jasmine, um, what we do is is that we actually will, um, you know, have these big goals for the year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we 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 then go down and say, all right, so what do we need to do in order to make this happen, either per quarter, or what do we need to accomplish um, each month? 
And then if we can, we'll break it down to say, what do we need to accomplish each week? So our goal, like one of our goals for the year is to go on. um, We probably should have put a number to this, but we wanted to make sure that we consistently did date night every two weeks. So then we would break it down and say, all right, cool. If we want to go on date night every two weeks, then what do we need to do in order to make that happen? It's about 28 dates. Right. So it's about 28 dates. So if we want to go on 28 dates this year, then what do we need to do? We need to always make sure that we got a babysitter Mm -hmm. and we don't need to wait to the last minute. We need to start looking up places and things that we want to do together. You know what I mean? And start putting them on a calendar and so that it gives us something to look forward to um, so that it's always on the front of our mind. You know, and and that's the way I approach things. That's the way I approach goals. What about you, man? Yeah, that that that's good, man. Um, just want to kind of uh, um, summarize some of the things I heard from you. It's just like when starting with the end in mind, um, and then like setting it like these quarterly goals and like almost like check ins, quarterly check ins, yeah. monthly check ins, week check ins on those goals. Yeah, that's and a, I, I think it's important that you check in. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so. that's that's really great advice, and it's so funny because um, the way I took it, one, I've been horrible at this, horrible, horrible <laughs> in my life at setting goals, but at, it was at one point in my life that it was maybe three or four years ago, I'm like, I have to maximize each year, right? Like, I'm getting older, I have a lot that I want to achieve in my life, and I have to figure out how to maximize each year, and so what I did was take a, a basically a page out of my school leader playbook and basically make almost a strategic plan for our uh for the year um and so what i end up doing is kind of set goals in different areas so i said so um i would set a goal in like my career uh my marriage or my family and then financially right um and so i would set goals in these areas and oh and my health my physical health mm-hmm. um i would set goals in these areas and i would work and i would develop like the how like, how are we going to, how am I going to reach these goals? Um, so I can talk about, so last year I also set a goal that I wanted to lose 30 pounds. Yeah, COVID ruined that for me. Uh, <laughs> I was At the beginning of the year, I was good. I had lost like 15 pounds at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then COVID struck, I gained the 15 pounds back. I was like, I got to figure it out again. Boom, lost the 15 pounds again. Then my mom passed, gained the 15 pounds back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so by the end of this year, um, I think at one point I was down 25 pounds. Mm-hmm. But by the end of this year, I was at 290. But I started the year at 300. And so, like, I lost and ended up with 10 pounds. Um, so you was like the market. You know yeah. how <laughs> You know the stock market, you win money, yeah, and then you lose money, yeah, and then you just got to see at the end, like, yeah. oh, okay, well, I really, I really gained money at the right. end, right? And know so, I mean? like, so I did lose some weight, but mm-hmm. it wasn't the the goal that I had in mind. Um, but it, as you can see, like, obviously, I was tracking that because I can tell you how my weight fluctuated throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, those, so like. It works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. Um, and so, and, but that's the thing about goals, man. Sometimes you reach them, sometimes you don't. But like uh, having a true plan on how to achieve them is the big, it's the big step because you learn so much throughout that. Yeah. Um, so that's that's basically how I do it. Um, I just came across a meme on um, Dave Ramsey's um, Instagram or Facebook where he talks about setting goals and 
um, seven areas of your life, uh, seven areas of your life. And the, those seven that he talked about was setting goals um, f- in your family slash relationship, spiritual, financial, social, physical, intellectual and career. And so this year I tried to kind of do it in that way, right? And try uh again, I was just talking to you a minute ago and I'm like, I don't know what kind of social goal to set. Yeah. Um and I understood your I understood your reason, but go ahead. But yeah, I'm like, I'm thirty two years old, bro. I don't need no friends. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I guess I get that, right? Like socially you have to I mean, to really make it in this society, in this world, especially Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. You have to know people and you have to get to you know people. You have to. Yeah, you have to know people, especially in Memphis. Yeah. Um, and so I still don't have a social goal, honestly. Um, but I guess the, and then this is going to lead us into talking about what are, what are our year, yearly goals and why. Uh, so for me, I'm going to start financially. I mean, not financially, with my family goal. And then I'm going to let Ken talk. Uh, so my family slash relationship goal was to be was to this is not quantitative, but it is uh, to spend intentional time, intentional time with my wife, my son and my daughter. That means and I broke it down with not just saying family. Because I also want to spend intentional time with my wife by ourselves. I also want to spend intentional time with my son by ourselves. And I also want to spend intentional time with my daughter by ourselves and then also as a whole family. And so um, one of the things that we're doing uh, with my, my wife wise, uh, we got this book called The Adventure Challenge. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like 50 date ideas that you can that you do outside the house or inside the house or both. Um, and so it's been really good. Like we did our first one last week and we made a pie from scratch. Um, and right now I'm on a keto diet, so it had to be a keto pie. Uh, but um, we this made guy. a pie from scratch because I I do got a, a physical goal again. So <laughs> I got a physical goal. So definitely have to still continue to uh, do that. But no, we made a pie from scratch and it was just a really great time to do something that we wouldn't do together. Like we wouldn't bake a pie together. Um, and just have the opportunity to talk, to laugh, joke, put our phones away. One of the big things about the book is like to put your phones away, put our phones away and just be together. And then we watch the movie on the couch. We watch Crash together. And also Crash is extremely relevant to 2020, even though it was uh, out in 2005. I need to finish watching it. You need to finish watching it because it's so relevant to today's time. So relevant. Um, That is such a good movie. It is. But, um, but yeah, but that that was intentional time, and we're super excited about the next day. Like day two is uh, make a fort. One of the things I love that gives me so much nostalgia is making a pallet on the floor. It gives me so much nostalgia. It brings me back to my childhood, and I'm so excited about it. We get to make a fort, eat s'mores, and watch a, a romantic movie. Like we probably would have did that, but like it's that not in, it's not as intentional. What you mean? Like I wouldn't like laying on the floor. Yeah, I mean, I guess the fort don't have to be on the floor, but I'm a f- like it brings it gives me nostalgia. Yeah, I, I yeah. It reminds I, me of spending the night over my uh, my grandma's house with my cousins. See, I didn't like that. We used to play a game called hide and my cloak. back used to hurt. 
that I don't, I don't, I never like sleeping. You've been an old never, man all your life. I've never liked laying on the floor. People, let's make us a cot. I don't like cots. That's why I bought a bed. Yeah, I I hear you, but you are. I mean, and in rom coms, but I you know what? This can this dig y'all a good rom com. I love a good rom com. Hmm. Sue me, I do. <laughs> I love a good one. I we watched not. the photograph the other day. Oh my god, so good, so good. Loved it. Five hundred days of summer. Love it. Love it. Oh no, it's super bad a rom com. No. Definitely a rom com. No. It was about lo- love. Horrible movie. Horrible movie. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. I was I'm like, kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, Super Bad is a rom com. Super Bad is not a rom com. It is today. Oh, Maybe that's okay. what we'll watch. Here we go. Juno. Rom com. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. So, what's it, what are some uh, of your goals? Like uh, I talked about one of my. What are, what are some of your goals? Yeah, I I think. Um, when it well, let's, I mean, when you talk about family goals, I mean, again, it's those dates. I think it's that intentional time with my wife, and I, I am a big advocate. Is the advocate a word? Yeah. I, I am a big. Uh, yeah, I guess advocate would be mm-hmm. the word. I'm a big advocate of making sure that we don't get lost in Cairo, mm-hmm. like, because at the beginning we were getting lost in Cairo, right? Mm-hmm. Because he needed so much attention. And so now I'm kind of like, dude, we cannot get lost in just being parents. Because once he leaves or our, you know, you know, if God blesses us with another child and we sit up there and we raise children, I do not want to be those parents that look at each other after they, after however many years and be like. What are we going to do now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Your kids are not your life. Your kids are not your life. And there's there's some parents, and, and I mean, I'm not knocking anybody who, you know, who, who who got a divorce, but, you know, I mean, it didn't it didn't just happen. You know, it just grew over time. And, mm-hmm. and I never want to turn a blind eye and really just be like, my wife is okay when she's really not. You mm-hmm. know, or I'm not, or me not being honest about the way that I'm feeling. Um, you know, and a lot of fathers be like, well, you know, we're just being parents, um, and they're not really looking at the, at the real emotion, which I feel neglected, Mm. you know what I mean? Mm. And so I never, ever want that to, um, be one of our issues. And so I, we, we all, that's what, that's the reason why we put in there that we need to make sure that we go out on these date nights um and also continue to sacrifice for each other. Mm. Well, talk more about that what you mean. So when I say sacrifice, sacrificing to me is doing something that you really don't want to do but you're doing it for that person mm-hmm. because you love that person, right? So for example, uh we talk about love language. Um you know, my my wife's love language is words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is not big with me. It's physical touch. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, is that I cannot love her the way that I want to be loved. I have to love her the way that she wants to be loved. And so every day I'm thinking of how can I love her more of the way that she wants to be loved versus the way that I want to love her or the way that I want to be loved. Mm-hmm. 
and that could be a sacrifice, right? Because mm-hmm. I want to be physical, but she wants words of affirmation. Right. And so it's kind of like, okay, so if I continue just to push on that physical part and that's not really her love language and she starts to shut down or she starts to feel like he doesn't care. And I'm like, I'm trying to show you that I care about being physical. You got to love that person the way that they want to be loved. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like every day I'm, I'm, I'm like, how do I sacrifice? I don't like washing dishes. She don't like washing dishes. And I know that she likes the dishes to be clean. So what do I do? Some days I wake up at five o'clock in the morning and go do the dishes, go get the bottles ready, go get everything ready. So when she wakes up, she don't have to really do anything. That's a sacrifice for me. For some people, they'd be like, well, you should just that don't have to be a sacrifice. You need to just do it. But it's like, yeah, but I think the sacrificial part is I don't want to do it. And I still do it. Mm -hmm. Right. And the same way with my wife, she does things that that she doesn't want to do and but she does it because she loves me so we just want to continue to be uh sacrificial for each other this year yeah that's 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 good man uh because like the intentionality around the sacrifice is going to be the thing that's going to keep uh keep it fresh and keep it continual yeah right because it's so easy to get caught up in the, the mundane or the the day to day and that so you forget up, and like people fall into jobs, right? People fall into jobs and every and they're just doing the everybody's doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And what could I mean and that could work for some people, right? Just like you do this, I do this, boom. We mm-hmm. got it like that. You said that um, worked for you and your wife. No, I routine works for us, but like we don't get into a routine of like um who does who does the cooking yeah we try not to at least but yeah. it, sometimes it, it happens um but yeah especially with me being in, on uh, um, doing keto right now i definitely have taken a huger like when i like to cook bigger bigger huger yeah. whatever uh huge huge and this man this uh, man this man is like a he probably english major he just i'm not an english major i was a business major turned this education man is, major Turn education leadership major, and you still say words like future. future. Yeah, because hey, English was my first language. What the hell was your first language? A form like uh, African American vernacular. Oh my god! Here we go, <laughs> bro. You don't want to go there. I can. I will get on this podcast and break down why. Uh, we could have ESL for a lot more kids than we do. <laughs> you don't want me to go there. Uh, but no, seriously though, um, I don't even remember mm. what I was saying. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. And so with me being a keto, I like I do a lot more uh, uh cooking. Uh, which one I like to. Just sometimes I might not be home in time or stuff like that. But I've been making sure, especially with COVID, it's been a lot easier to get home. Um and do a lot of the cooking. Um, I was, I would say what's funny about this is y'all. This man, look, this man always duos me when he's cooking, and whenever yeah. he's cooking, this man always got on just a wife beater <laughs> and some sweatpants 
and be dancing and be like, no, nah, that's a lie. Yes, you do. That's a lie. You be dancing and be like, you be uh, snapping I your do fingers be and stuff. Doing, uh, uh, that thing. I know what you're talking about. You be snapping and stuff because you be so excited. Yeah, bro. I love you, cooking, hey, man. Hey, what y'all cooking over there? <laughs> I'll be like, bro, what is you? I'll be sitting on the couch. You be making me feel bad. I'll be like, let me get up and go cook. But it reminds me of cooking with dad. So I always just do all you and just talk to you while I'm doing it. But it, it yeah, the, which is funny. Cooking. It, which is funny. Yeah. It's so funny. But, um, yeah, and so, like, that has helped us a lot uh, yeah. not to get fall into that routine. Yeah. Um, and so I've been trying to make sure that that won't happen. But the thing is, my wife is, like, good for, like, I like to wash dishes late whenever, like, when the kids are gone to bed and I can cut on a YouTube video, watch it, and wash dishes. But sometimes... She wants the dishes gone here washed. And so I was like, I'm going to wash the dishes. But I'm like, we got the kids here. Let's take time with them. Hang out. Fuss at them. Hear MJ cry about watching Blippi. Like, all of those different things. And she's like, nah, I'm about to wash these dishes. Yeah. I be like, bro, I'm going to wash the dishes. Just let me wash the dishes. Nah, I got it. I got it. And then she then she be like, nah, I, it's fine. I got it. I'm like, it's not fine. And I wanted to, I literally wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. Anywho. Um, so let me, let me ask you this. So we got all of these goals, right? Yeah. We got all of these goals. You have a uh, family, spiritual, uh, what is it? Financial, financial, physical, intellectual. I don't think they heard me, uh, but family, uh, family, spiritual, financial, social. I don't have one of those goals, but physical, intellectual, and career. Okay. So for somebody like you who has all of these uh, goals and things like that, um, I, I, I guess my thing is, is like, I, like, what actions are you taking to make sure that these goals are accomplished? Mm-hmm. Like, so like, tell me a little bit about like, how do you track these goals throughout yeah. the year? Yeah. So um, I normally have them in my, in my phone. I have a note, like my note section in my phone is like so my life mm-hmm. um and so i keep them in there and like each i have um and so i check in with my friends uh so io arian antoine we kind of talk about our goals our financial goals and our goals every like every two weeks or so mm-hmm. um and we check in and one of them one of us will be like hey let me know what how do you, how them goals going Let's check in on the goals. And so that always keeps them in the forefront of my mind uh, with that. And so that that would be like, yeah, that always keeps them in the forefront of my mind. And so um, and so I figure out like for a financial goal, like like our goal, like it's 40K this year to pay off in debt. Um, and so the th- one of the things is like, hey, get that budget together. Mm-hmm. Like our budget is really loose. Dang, that's actually dang. I forgot. Yeah. So our budget is really loose. Yeah, I forgot. We got to do so, our budget. Like, week. we have a budget, but we loose with it. Mm-hmm. We loose with it. And, like, the budget knows that in a sense, right? Yeah. And so, like, we'll keep our – we'll have our debt snowball, and we'll put that toward the debt. But our, we so loose at, in other areas that I've budgeted every dollar, and I know that I we should have this much in the, in the um, account, and then we get to – a week before payday and i'm like why the hell we only got six dollars <laughs> like i know 
why budgeted it right? Why the hell we only got six dollars? Yeah. And so, and it's just because like sometimes we get really loose and we're not as um what's the word that I want to use? Precise with y'all spending. Not even precise, but it's just like uh committed or consistent or uh it's another word. It starts with a D. Discipline. Discipline. Yes. We're not as disciplined as we need to be with our budget. Yeah. Um, and so like I was looking at it, if if we continue to be loose, we're not gonna make it. Yeah, nah. We're not gonna make the goal. And so like we have to have to have to uh have to get more discipline about our budget. Um and definitely me um making sure that we are doing it. And sometimes it's just man, shoes. Uh, Valentine's Day anniversaries like sometimes those things are just will pop up like like real things or sometimes it's just like bro we ate out every day this week let me ask you so how do you track your budget do you what uh, do I you use, use an app, app? Yeah. I use an app uh, but I think Bank of America actually has a way that has like you can use I, it on Bank of America yeah they do, it do. On Bank. and I'm, I, I want to do that because I don't have to put it in the transactions. The transactions, I can just put it in a budget spot. So I'm probably going to switch over to Bank of America. But right now, I use every dollar. That's what we was using for a while. Yeah, I use every dollar with uh from Dave Ramsey. Um, and so that's what I normally use. But I'm, I'm going to look into using either I'm going to purchase some of the stuff, that the extras uh, on every dollar or... Cause I think it'll be it's gonna save us money in the long run, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna figure out how the Bank of America uh, budget uh, set up on their works. I think and it just tells you like what you're spending your money on. I, no, I think they upgraded it. Um, I have to go. Yeah, I have to go in there. And go yeah, I think it. they upgraded it recently, and you can make a budget, and then like you can start categorizing stuff mm. to the budget. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, that is a huge so budgeting is a huge thing and then that debt snowball thing uh really works. Um and then like physically, like I'm on keto. I've researched keto. Uh I've been so head like my uh Stephen Ward, my principal, he told me about two years two, three years ago, I was like, You should probably try keto. And I was like, Nah, bro, I'm gonna die. Uh, because it's because <laughs> if you listen to like if you listen to keto, it's keto is a high fat, low carb, like high fat, low carb, and it, to me that sounds like, bro, you just eat meat, mm-hmm. and that's it. And then, but once you research it, it's not that at all. Um, and there are other foods that are high fat and or healthy fat. Um, but yeah, it's I love it. Like I love being on it. Like I, I miss like fries and chips and stuff. But I also can have pork rinds, right? <laughs> Which stink. That's okay. You opened up that bag and I thought it you was, like passed gas or something. But it, they were good. It's so funny because I grew up eating with my. You put hot sauce on them sometimes, but I grew up eating skins. That's, that's the my, same thing. Yeah, that's what my dad called them. But yeah, we used to call, call them skins. Them. Yeah, that's my dad called them. And yeah. so like, I grew up eating those. So it's like it was a huge easy switch. It, but um, yeah. Can yeah. you go ahead? Can you eat hot sauce? Yeah, hot sauce don't have any carbs. No carbs. Oh, okay. Yeah, hot sauce. Not, ketchup has carbs. I didn't realize sugar was a carb. I found that out mm. doing this, and I was like, "Oh snap!" Oh, so you can't eat ketchup? Nah, I mean I can eat sugarless ketchup. 
That sounds disgusting. Well, we'll find out. I'll let you know. Cause you haven't we, had it yet. I haven't had it yet. No. Where's it at? Uh, Campbell was gonna buy some when she went grocery shopping. I don't know. Oh, I thought you, I thought you had it at the house. No, no, no. We gonna get some though, because okay. uh, she supposed to be making. Um, she was like, I want to make the turkey, the turkey uh, meatloaf. Yeah, meatloaf, and I was like, bro, I can't have ketchup, so I don't want it. Yeah, right, because meatloaf is only good because it got ketchup on it. That's true. <laughs> when people put ketchup in their meatloaf, oh, I'm like, this eliminating the extra stuff. Oh, <laughs> I love yeah. meatloaf. But uh, meatloaf so good. Only with ketchup. Some people use tomato sauce, and I don't like it. You ever had oatmeal in your meatloaf? No. Why? It don't taste like nothing. It just tastes like meatloaf. But why would you want oatmeal in it? I think it helps stick. I think it helps it stay together. Mm. Well, yeah. But I, yeah, those those are some of the things I think. The, but like, if you ask me what the what's the biggest thing that helps me stay on track on my goals is. Arian, Io, and Antoine. Accountability. Yeah, partner. those my accountability partners, my my guys who just like we really want to see each other do well and be young black millionaires, right? And it's and it's those three guys that keep me um, really focused on the task at hand because like straight up, this is supposed to be the month of no shoes. I'm like I don't know if I can make it. Like I'm itching. I think I've been mad at people, had an attitude, because I ain't been able to buy no shoes, man. Been talking crazy to folks. That's so crazy. I ain't been buying no shoes. It's, it's real withdrawal, bro. That's crazy. It's real. Well, I can tell you a way. I, I, let me tell you something. The way that I keep track of my goals is by telling people my goals. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I find that to be because if I, I don't have – strong accountability partners other than my wife mm-hmm. and uh yeah right now it's just my wife mm-hmm. um i think my broker is becoming an accountability partner for me as it as it relates to real estate mm-hmm. um but i think that i think that my wife is my biggest accountability partner but then also too i don't want to look dumb so I feel like if I say it out loud, I gotta make it happen. Yeah, that's why I keep talking about the van mm-hmm. because the van is probably gonna be twenty thousand dollars. Can I do that? Yes, I can. I'm I'm probably gonna make. Yeah, never mind. I'm not gonna say all that on the on the. But my thing is, is that I can make that happen, right? Mm-hmm. But it's so easy for me to get lazy sometimes. And so if I keep saying it, like I, I wake up with a little mm in my step when I wake up in the morning because I'd be like, I got to go get this van. Right. Every time I'm thinking about buying something, I just always say to myself, that's another $10 that can go towards the van. Mm-hmm. Or that's another. And I don't buy a lot of stuff for myself. Like I, I spend money on experiences. I don't spend money on clothes, shoes, cologne, jewelry, nothing like that. Like I barely even spend money on video games, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and and I I play video games at night, and I don't have enough time to be you know playing video games and stuff like that. But when it comes to um, experiences, yeah, food, places, I spend money on those type things. Mm-hmm. And so, but like, if I want to, I just say, 
you know what? You can't experience that right now because we got to go get this van, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a, 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 we have to get more excited about long-term, long-term gains. Yeah. Right? Like, the short-term is so enticing to us, especially as black people, right? Like, we really like the short-term. And I could get into 150 reasons why I think that that is possible, but that's not this podcast. Um, and so we we do like the short the short term, but however, we have to be more enticed by the long term gains, the long term benefits of um, not spending or not having that short term that right now pleasure. Right, and yeah. I mean the thing is, is like. It's easy to say that, mm-hmm. but it's so hard to develop that. So what would you say to somebody who just ha- is having trouble setting goals? Yeah. Um, because that long game, we're, we've been so conditioned for the short game, mm-hmm. for the short game, that it's kind of like that long game is just that delayed gratification. That's what I've been trying to say, but I came yeah. with long-term goals. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That delayed gratification is something that is just not, I don't feel like it was taught to me. No. You know what I mean? I felt like I had to learn it the hard way, but my mind and my body was conditioned for gratification right now mm-hmm. versus delaying that gratification for something greater. Yeah, I, and I think um, we can talk about how to teach your kids that. Um, I think we we experiment with that right now, yeah. but that's not. That's not what we talk about. But I think first time, I think for if I'm having some, if I'm talking to someone who's struggling with setting goals or struggling with seeing the the importance of it um, or struggling with holding out for long term or, or uh, delayed gratification, I would say that you need to set something that you can get some quick wins with. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Quick yeah. wins and build your momentum. It's just like the death snowball. Right. Like mm-hmm. the the reason that it worked for me and worked for me and my wife is because I love that quick win. Yeah. Like, oh, boom, that's paid off. Boom. On to the next thing. That's paid off. Boom. On to the next thing. And so that's this is um kind of the approach you need to take with your goals. Like set something for the week, for the day, right? Achieve that. Right. Especially with like if it's you are a person who wants to lose some weight and you like to eat, you're gonna have to go with the day. Mm-hmm. because yeah. like and like because that's how it worked for me it was just like yo i gotta like no carb like low carb today all right now i'm i can do it daily like this week this month yeah. and right and and like and that's how you build the momentum and then you can you're kind of um conditioning yourself to then have long-term gratification now you can't you can't or delay gratification because you can't just be like, okay, it's a day, it's a day, it's a day. At some point you have to wean yourself from a day to a week or a Mm -hmm. day to two days, a day to three days. Um, And that's how you build up. Um, And I think once you get your momentum going, you will see the benefits and you will see how you, you have achieved so much more doing Mm -hmm. that. And then you'll be like, okay, let's get this year thing down. Yeah. Let's get this. Like, I I ain't even going to slide. I don't know if I'm at, at this point in my life, I don't have or I don't I haven't been able to sit down and figure out what's my five year goals because mm-hmm. I, I reached my five year goals uh, last time already. And then now I'm like, 
what's next. Mm-hmm. And that's and I've been in the what's next phase for about two years now. So uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm starting to yeah. get some ideas of what next is going to look like. But yeah. Yeah, I, I think that you're on to something when you talk about those quick wins, right? So um I I I I've been reading a couple of books on this and it talks about how uh when you want to hit certain goals i would say to somebody is figure out why you want to hit that goal mm-hmm. and is that why strong enough to force you to take steps to accomplishing that goal right so a lot of times your why is not big enough or it's not strong enough to push you to just overcome those hurdles and things that may come along mm-hmm. right um also i would say uh think of a big goal and crunch it down to small steps uh, because when you get those quick wins like you were talking about, like you said, it creates that momentum. Um, and, and once you see that you can achieve that thing, then you move on to the next thing. That's the reason why people come up with checklists, right? Mm-hmm. It's really, really important that, you know, I, I try to at the beginning of the day when I'm at my office, I try to, before I do anything else, I really try to meditate. And then try to figure out what do I need to do for today? And what is the thing that I do not really want to do? And put that at the top of my list. Because once I accomplish or once I complete the task that I really just hate doing, everything else is cake. Mm -hmm. Because I'm building up that momentum, right? And, uh, yeah. And so I think that, you know, just coming up with, those that checklist getting those quick wins in i think that that's big i think you did a, a a good point with that so yeah all right so let's wrap it up man um so what would you tell uh what would be your closing advice or your final thoughts or your final advice to someone who is um looking to set some goals and just because it's the middle of january doesn't mean it's too late yeah, no, not at all. And it's still you still got time. You could do this late December, and you still have time. Yeah, uh, to set some goals. But what would you say to somebody? What advice would you give to someone who um, is about to set some goals? Uh, just yeah. one one advice. Don't yeah, I would I would tell you you know start now because time is gonna pass, mm-hmm. and you gotta ask yourself: Are you gonna still be in the in the same place? A year from now, or are you going to take the necessary steps in order to get to where you need to get to? Because time is going to pass anyway, mm-hmm. so you might as well just do something. Yeah, and I would just add to that by saying once you have set those goals and once you've started now, get some accountability partners. Yeah. Get some people that's going, that's that's with you, that's for you, them real friends uh, to ride with you and uh, to hold you accountable to checking in on your goals and actually accomplishing them um, and push you. Uh, don't get any like people that's going, yeah, 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 uh, you, but get people that's going to challenge you and push you and that sometimes you get mad that you talk to because they push you like that. Uh, get you some of those friends and then um, all right, all right. Uh, thank you for tuning in the Father to Father um, we are just two friends discussing peaks and valleys, fatherhood, marriage, and life in general. Appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, make sure that you take the time to, sub- sub- to subscribe 
uh, to what to the show in whatever platform you're listening, especially Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, iHeart. We're basically everywhere, everywhere that I, that you can get a podcast. We're probably there. Uh, so make sure you su- subscribe so you are notified every time we drop a new episode. Uh, to all my Apple Podcast users, our podcast users and listeners, make sure you go and leave a review and rate the show. This helps us get better and it also helps us go up in the, uh, the charts. Um, last but not least, are you following us on Instagram? This is where we drop additional content uh, with our family, such as vlogs um, of our everyday life or just pictures of what's happening in our life Uh, so if you are not make sure you log into your instagram and search father the number two father podcast and give us a follow Um, and and when you do so say what's up Uh, like some of our pictures say something we talk back make a comment yeah we talk back we talk Um, back to you but again that is father the number two father podcast Um, and i'm going to kick it to uh ken to uh, close us out yeah so uh again you know thank y'all so much for tuning in um if you all want to uh see a little bit of me and my wife uh we have created a youtube page called walking with the williams uh where we talk about marriage and parenthood um and things like that so if you want to see me and my crazy uh freaking family uh and and how i you know terrorize my family uh in a good way uh go to youtube and subscribe to walking with the williams again that is the youtube channel called walking with the williams and like always love peace chicken grease and all that good stuff peace Peace.